0: Hi everyone. Welcome to SAMA, a program which invites experts to talk about their area of expertise. This week we are delighted to have Anthony Reid to explain how we can change our health through hypnosis. Anthony is a professional hypnotherapist, NLP practitioner, and if you don't know what NLP is, don't worry, that's my first question. He's also the founder of Brain Spanking U. He combines hypnosis, neuro-linguistic programming, and a soft, relaxing voice to guide you into a comfortable trance state where you are open to receive change, healing, and strength. Anthony's client base spans five continents and has included medical doctors, high-level executives, high-performance athletes, and entrepreneurs. He is a member of the American International Association of Hypnosis. So welcome to our
1: show, Anthony. It's fantastic to have you with us. Thank you, John. It's great to be here. Thank you for uh, allowing me to come on and have this opportunity with you. <laughs> now, the first question I have to ask you is,
0: what is NLP?
1: <laughs> uh, NLP is, uh, is a technology called neuro-linguistic programming. So, uh, neuro meaning the mind, linguistic is language. Programming as in, well, somewhat similar to hypnosis. It's uh, programming. It's uh, how your brain is wired. Um, and, uh, it was, uh, developed back in the early seventies by John Grinder. And, uh, uh, oh my goodness, he's going to hate me. Um, by a, a couple of, a couple of, uh, uh blokes here in the U S yes. um, who, um, uh, developed this, this technology to basically in a way hack human performance, um, they started off and, and if anybody is and I'm sure your audience is familiar with Tony Robbins who uh, he started off in NLP. His, his work is very, very heavily NLP based when it comes to, you know, what the physical changes of just standing up with your shoulders back and your head high and speaking loud or, um, or by, by finding what, what people are doing that's getting good benefit in their lives um, seeing the patterns there, mimicking that pattern and, and making that work for you as well. So it's pretty much, you know, if any, if anybody excels at something out there, uh, if you can ask them specific questions to break it down in very specific ways and different steps and how they're thinking at the time that they're doing their, their, uh, uh, magnificent feats or what have you, um, you can then teach that to other people, who can then go on to to do the same. Uh, whether that's um, you know sharpshooting, which is what uh, uh, was just what they started with, um, going in into their you know taken on by the U.S. Army to say you know hey, how can we better our sharpshooting? Because it's like an eight-week thing, and people only get a little bit better, and there's and most people you know fail. Well, they were able to get that. Down to like three days and have an eighty percent eighty percent better than what it was. I believe. Uh, right. I'm not. I'm not the historian on NLP, NLP, But uh, that's just a little bit of the background. However, uh, one of the things that it's it's heavily used for is like uh, phobia cures, where you can take someone in 10 to 20 20 minutes completely remove their phobia by just Honestly. bringing it through. You know, some mental, uh, some mental gymnastics yes. based on how they see, hear, smell, taste, and whatever with their environment, and and how their feelings are are related to that. Um, and and if any of you are familiar with like uh, uh, checking out somewhat where where somebody's looking, and does that mean that they're lying or not? You know, <laughs> um, that a lot of that comes from from NLP as well. So. Um, we like to, uh, uh, pretty much the same as a, a computer, like, like, like let's say windows would, uh, would, uh, uh, create a graphical user interface for you to click on something and move it over. And then it deletes that you can do somewhat of the same stuff using your mind. When, um, uh, uh, like if I was to say, you know, think of a time when you had a bad experience with, you know, Joe Blow and you would think of Joe Blow, you would actually probably, uh, if you're more of a visual person, you're going to see him over in some area of your mind. He might be standing close to you or something, but when you're visualizing it, you'll visualize them somewhat close. Uh, We would ask, you know, are they blurry? Is it in color? All these things. And you can then, you know, if, if it's a blurry picture um, if it is uh, 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 like in the first person or are you looking at it from a third person like you're seeing yourself in that person or are you in your own body looking at them uh, in this memory that you have? If you want the memory to become brighter and you want that feeling, if it's a good thing and you want to put more of that into your life, you can actually you know, say, well, go ahead and boost the color on that. Go ahead and bring them into a crisper focus. Um, Have them come closer to you so it's bigger, so the picture is bigger. Um, You know, can you hear them? Try to hear them more clearly. If it's mumbled, try to, like, hear it better. Um, But you work with those. Those are called submodalities where, you know, how is it looking? How is it sound? All that. Those are all the different, like, graphical units in a graphical user interface that you can move around and uh uh, and and change the way you think you can take um you can take something you're afraid of and turn it around and not be afraid of it you can take food that you hate and food that you like and then where you see that food that you hate if you if there's this if you have ice cream you don't want the ice cream because you're on a diet but you love ice cream but here's this I hate liver and I can't stand it and it smells gross and it's really big in my face and it's on this side when I think about it. But the ice cream's on this side, it's a little bit higher, it's really vibrant. Well then you take the color away from it and you just mentally move it over to the same place where you have the liver and all of a sudden you hate ice cream, it just makes you sick. You just really don't I think want you gotta it. Start, I think you got to say you start loving liver no 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 No, no, (laughs) the opposite now if you took the liver and put it over there which you might want to do because it might be good for you i don't know but uh anyway you know that might have the opposite effect for you right it's it's a very fascinating stuff but it taps directly into uh, the subconscious mind and how it actually operates in the world so and it operates through you know sight sound taste touch and the rest.
0: It's, it's absolutely riveting what you're what you're explaining to us. How did you get first involved in this? What what drew your interest? What grabbed you and made you decide this is this is my this is this is my life's interest. I want to dedicate time and effort um, learning hypnosis, learning about the procedures.
1: I can actually directly and it 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 wasn't until you know just a few years back that I really dove into that. But my path started um, when I was, well, it didn't start when I was born, but it started about, it started, it basically started when I was born. About two weeks after I was born, um, my There's mother. There's than that. <laughs> well, <laughs> true. Um, this isn't, this isn't the, direct, the direct part, but anyway, no. um, when I was born, uh, about two weeks after I was born, my mother had a psychotic breakdown. Um, so I didn't, I had and ever since then, every year to two years, she's had these breakdowns. And if you're a little child who, you know, is, is taken away from your mother and you see like, and you grow up that way. I mean, it's normal to me, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you need to find whatever you can to find out how to fix that. Um, um. Basically I came down to nutrition as later on in my life. That's where I was helping my mom, my mother, uh, to begin with, was, you know, with, with niacin supplementation, vitamin C, more, uh, magnesium and such and B vitamins and, and making sure she had good food and not, you know, something out of a can. Cause mm-hmm. you know, she was very, very poor. So we, we didn't eat very well at the beginning. Right. Um, but, uh, after years of, of being, you know, in, in uh, a mental ward and then coming out and then I'd have my, I had my mother back for a little while, but I could see the progression, you know, and I, and, you know, you grow up like that and, you know, you start to, okay, something's going on here right now. Okay. I, I see it right now. And you can see that there's patterns there that, you know, someone in, uh, um, uh, in, you know, the psychological psychiatrists aren't there in the house when these things happen Mm. we are there in the house we can see what's going on Mm. and it just it's it's heartbreaking the the one time that I can remember the most and it freaks me out the most is when I was a young child and you know maybe maybe six something like that five or six um, and I'm in the kitchen And my mother is starting to, starting to freak out. I can tell it's, you know, something's not right, but I don't understand it when I was a child. Um, All I can see is it's not my mother. Um, And she starts screaming at, at the, uh, at the refrigerator. And up on top of the refrigerator is like a, like a a aerosol can of some kind. Maybe it was, who knows what it was, but it was, it was going bad and like the top would like spurt every now and then. And she's, you know, in this, you know, uh, that it's possessed by the devil and she's screaming, you know, devil get out, devil get out. And I'm just like, yeah, get out. You know, and I'm just, I'm just going along with it. Cause this is my mom. She must know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, the next thing I remember, is people are coming into the house, tearing me out of my mother's arms and putting her on a on a gurney to leave. And that's how I like felt like I lost my mother. Um, and since that point, it's like, you know, when you focus on something, you see it everywhere. So when I'm focusing on why is this, why is you know why is this happening, what's going on with my mother? I start to see the patterns, you know, you start to see things, you start to see different, different patterns that happen each time this happens, mm-hmm. you know, oh, she stops eating properly and doesn't sleep. Yeah. Well, that's a big, that's a big issue, you mm-hmm. know, but that's not seen. It's just, well, let's get you on more medication.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's what started getting me really to just like put my, all of my energy into focusing on mental health, and how to reverse that what can we do because there's got to be something it doesn't happen for nothing it's not just a fluke something happens Mm -hmm. um so that led me later in life to uh uh to jump into nutrition Mm -hmm. and to find out what was going on and then i you know i I was like mom you know and take this and if anybody else is like a a coach or somebody that's in profession you know that your family doesn't listen to you (laughs) To your family, you're that snot-nosed kid. You know, you're not someone who knows what they're talking about. But uh, when, but then, what if you if you're possessed? If you're possessed by the need to know information on a specific topic, you will know more than ninety nine percent of the people out there. Yeah. If you jump into it and you really, you know, are possessed by that, and I it was, it was a possession. I needed to know all I could. Okay. Um, and that 's how it, well it progressed into also me being you know having to i I developed heart issues um, just before my my uh, uh, five year old son was born mm-hmm. um, i was i couldn 't get up a, sl- a flight of stairs without being completely winded um, I would put my hands up and while i have i have big big veins on my hands but uh, as my hands as my left hand starts to go numb and tingle my right hand still has big veins my left hand collapses I'm like okay I have some blockage there's something going on so so I go to I go to a doctor I'm trying to figure this out the doctor is kind of like well you're too young I think I think this is just anxiety and I'm like well doc I want some tests here can I can I get, I want a blood panel. I want something because I think also yeah. I want a magnesium test as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we take, we take tests, we take a magnesium test and I'm like critically low on magnesium, which is a, which, you know, you don't want anything to happen or you're probably dead. Gosh. Um, so I, I, I got, uh, I got my health back up that way. I had severe um, inflammation throughout my entire body. So I had I actually started jumping online. I fired that doctor because if a doctor won't really listen to you and isn't isn't taking into account everything you say, personally I think you should fire him. I'm going to fire yeah. him. But yeah. but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Talk to your doctor. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, I mean this is this is kind of off off the hypnosis topic, but we're getting there. Um, so I had to find out. Uh, uh, on my own, what to do? So here I am going online. I, you know, I hear little bits about, you know, about Linus Pauling. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll check that out. So I start digging into this, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> there, the argument for high doses of vitamin C and lysine for reversing heart damage and unblocking the arteries. Is so is so huge the, the amount of, of research out there, the amount, amount of stuff and now now dr. Matthias Rath um, out of uh, uh, Austria is taking up his work now. Anyway I've, I started out taking about 40 grams of vitamin C every day in divided doses about about 10 times a day I would take two grams of vitamin C, one gram of lysine and then you know a couple of times a day like a uh, 100 to 200 milligrams of niacin and uh you know it at first it was like okay when if anybody who takes high dose of vitamin c will know that if you need more your body will absorb more if you don't need it you're running to the bathroom after like a couple of grams so most people you know most people can't uh, can't make it over 10 grams. That's about their limit for for when they have to when they get disaster pants and have to go have to go. But you know, 40 grams and not getting to bowel tolerance levels uh, is just says something is something is going on. Hmm. Uh, so I took that over the over the the next like year and a half. Right. Uh, I still take it in high doses, but not to the forty not to the forty gram amount. Now I actually can reach bowel tolerance at fifteen to twenty. So I've dropped down by a half, mm. and I have no issues. I get a little angina now and then, and when I do, I know I haven't been doing it enough. Okay. So there's still issues going on. Mm. But that also led me to. Uh, To go okay well that's that's kind of interesting now I'm now I'm you know I start helping people with 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 health I'm helping them with health and I'm like you know they're uh, uh, the clients that I've that I've had it like all comes down to specific blocks that's like okay well they're always saying the same things you know I am sick well, don't say you're sick unless you want to stay that way. You know, I just, I, from everything that I've that I've ever learned, it's like, well, you have to, you have to say, I'm on my way to being healthy, or I'm on the journey to health. I'm not, I am not sick, or this isn't my disease. It's mine. You know, mm-hmm. there are there are things that are going on here with language, and I'm like, well, that's really interesting. So I started, you know, diving into language, and health. And what's going on with that? See, I'm getting around to it. I'm getting back. <laughs> so, um, so then I started diving into that. Well, that brought me to uh, neuro linguistic programming NLP. And I'm like, well, this is this is really wild. You know, I'm just fascinated with this. So it's like you know, just like when you buy a car, uh, you know, you start looking around, and it's like, okay, well, I got this. You know, here's the car I got. Like, I got a, you know, and Audi, whatever they are, A4 or something. Maybe that's what, you know, you get, you get an Audi A4. And it's like, all of a sudden you see them everywhere. <laughs>
0: right? It's like when you buy, well, when women
1: buy a dress, and then they see what it was. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Everybody's got that dress. It's like, yeah, that's, it's the exact same thing. You know, your um, uh, the reticular activation. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. but uh, when you focus on something your brain will automatically get rid of everything else okay. so that and so that it can hone in on what you want. And that's exactly you know that's exactly what you're trying to do with hypnosis that's exactly what you're trying to do with NLP that's exactly what you're trying to do with meditation and it's exactly what you try to do um, uh, when you're trying to manifest something into your life you know, out in the universe or out wherever you want to call it, you know, you put it out there and you say, this is what I want. You put in your standing order and, you know, the chances of it coming to you are just astronomical. You have, but you have to put it out there. But if you're continually putting out, I don't want to be sick. Well, you're not putting out being healthy. You're putting out being sick that's where your focus is that's where where you're keyed into is the sickness not under the health and so that brought me into going yeah you know it's all in the mind this stuff i mean so much of it is all about and not everything i mean there's you know what you're putting in has a lot to do with it how much sleep you're getting has a lot to do with it Mm -hmm. if you're not sleeping properly you know you know I can't help you, <laughs> you know. Except to maybe try to try to get you to sleep a little better. Um, if you're not eating well, I can't help you except to try to get you to to eat a little bit better. You need all the stuff that your body needs to to repair itself and to rebuild. Um, you need all 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 the building blocks. Uh, mm-hmm. But you need to really put your mind into where you want to be, not where you don't want to be. And that's where hypnosis comes in. That's where NLP comes in. And uh, so I just went all in. And it's been an amazing ride.
0: It's an amazing story.
1: It's a long one. Sorry. Oh, no. It's
0: been riveting. The NLP, is it like an auto-suggestion? I'm sorry. Excuse me? Is it like, oh, like an, is it like an auto-suggestion where you sort of sit back and, and you listen to positive um,
1: positive affirmations and yes, such yes yes that Was that can thing? fall in the same realm oh okay um it's it's not quite it's not really the same i mean yeah if you're it is uh and I, I i also i also do stuff with with uh affirmations as well and and I've got a big a big thing to share with people who who do affirmations as to a right way and a wrong way to do affirmations. If you're, if you're doing it yourself, if you're reciting it, you always want to say, I am statements, you know, I am, you know, I am happy. I am prosperous. I am, you know, I bring abundance into my life. Mm -hmm. Um, However, if you're listening to an audio where someone else and somebody else's voice is saying affirmations, you don't want to hear about this guy who he's talking about himself and he's saying, I am wealthy. I am healthy. Your, your subconscious is not stupid and it knows that's not you. That's right. (laughs) But that's all I find anywhere is like, you know, and, and, and I'm like, look, I know this isn't popular. I know nobody is searching for you are statements. But that's all I'm going to bring out there because that's the only thing that works. So if you know, if you're looking for I am or I'm statements out there, and and you come across my channel, go ahead and move on. But I hope you'll give it a shot to uh, to do you are statements instead, mm-hmm. um, and, and because most people don't get. I mean, there's so many people who who are having issues because they do need something from the outside that isn't telling them how stupid they are how you know how worthless they are they need people have you know we're social beings so we need to hear from the outside you know hey you're worthwhile you know you're you're vibrant you know i like you you know things that are like saying talking to you from an outside perspective a lot of people that's what they're missing
0: A lot of people that will be watching this video now will be wondering, I wonder if it works for me. I wonder if it works for everyone. And if not, what proportion of the population?
1: I don't know. You know, I mean, it also depends on where you're at. I mean, if especially now when it comes to hypnosis, and here's where a lot of people have have an issue. They're like, you know, I've tried to be hypnotized. I'm just a bad hypnotic subject. Um, That's not true. Everyone on earth can be, and has been, and is being hypnotized on a daily basis, they just don't realize it. For one, you're not going to feel any, it's not like a, a feeling of hypnosis, so you're not going to feel you're in hypnosis. However, when you're, when you're at, in a movie, and you're watching this movie, and it's a wonderful movie, and you're, you're just really into it, and you start crying. That's, those aren't real people up there. Those are actors. You're not in a real situation, but you certainly feel like you are. You are in that is a state of hypnosis. That is a state of trance, of some kind or another. And there's many different states of trance. There's many different hypnosis. When you're driving, when you're driving home from work, and you've been driving that same route forever, and your mind just wanders off, and all of a sudden it's like well, how did I get home? That's a state of hypnosis. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. It's um, I, I never
0: really realized that. Uh, is there, when you see on TV, people being hypnotized on stage and they're doing silly things for entertainment, sure. chickens and that, is that real hypnosis or is it, or do they pick people that are very easy to be, you know, to be taken under hypnosis?
1: Sure, sure, Let's... both, both. It's uh, uh, it is real. It is real hypnosis. Okay. okay. Uh, every now and then you'll get somebody up there who kind of fake their way up there. But the thing oh. is that they wanted to be there. Um, I mean, mainly, you know, the, the 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 hypnotist up there. That's stage hypnosis. So that's not okay. what, you know, that's not not to be confused with hypnotherapy, which which. Yes they're both states of hypnosis. They're just, you know, the one, like if I'm, if I'm, if I do a uh, stage hypnotist, uh, what a stage hypnotist does first, I'd be in front of a large audience. We'd probably, you know, we'd probably do some kind of, of, of test and have everybody, you know, join in to see how things go. And you can tell the, you know, people who the suggestions work better on. So there's that. Plus you ask, who would would like to join the you know the fun experience of doing this on stage? And those people who are willing were willing and wanting to participate. They want it, so they're so just being just doing that. They're already saying, "Hey, I'm I'm a good subject." Plus, if they do that, plus you also see out there when you're when you're doing the tests that they're highly suggestible. Those are the ones you pick and you bring them up on stage
0: so
1: <laughs> okay. you you're stacking the deck already it's part okay. of the it's part of the gig okay. uh, the hypno the hypnosis itself is is true hypnosis okay um you know even you know r- people see rapid inductions where somebody like shakes somebody's hand and then they fall you know sleep though they They already have an expectation that's going to happen. They already set that expectation up with the person. I I think there are legality things when it comes. You can't just walk up to people on the street who aren't aware and just like, you know, pull on their hand and jerk their neck down and say, sleep, you know, it might work (laughs) because there is something to that. But uh, uh, I wouldn't advise, I wouldn't advise doing that.
0: We've had a question come in from Amber Broden. She's asking about, anaphylaxis, which is an allergic reaction, a severe allergic reaction. Sure. Um, have you worked with anyone that's had anaphylaxis to multiple foods? And if so, what was the outcome?
1: To multiple foods? Um, or even I guess, I,
0: more like peanuts or something. Have you,
1: uh, I, I have not. I okay. haven't. Uh, uh, that's not, you know, I, I mainly dealt with people who want to up their game that are already um, already on a healthy path, but they lacked something, or they were trying to get on a healthy path, but the, but not usually someone who was like really, uh, who was. They, I would suggest that they first go, you know, go see someone who can help them on a deeper level than I can. Okay. Okay. Um, You know, I mean, I would love to try to help people. I just, I want to do this for a long time. And I don't want to, and I've come pretty close a few times to helping people so much that I'm brushing the edge of being arrested. (laughs) So I don't want to do that. Um, I like helping people too much. So I want to keep being able to do it. And, you know, there's just, there's things that I can and can't do. Right. right. So
0: okay. Are there any dangers in hypnosis? Can things go wrong while you're under or some let's say that the hypnotist is inexperienced and doesn't know how to lead things through. Can can undesirable things be stirred up from the past or things change yeah.
1: and be changed? Uh, there yes yes and no. I mean yes, it's it's kind of difficult. It's kind of difficult to do that. Now, if you're working for, with someone with like maybe PS, uh, PTSD, right. you want to, you want to be careful what you're doing in your session. I mean, if you're, um, uh, if, if once I, you know, bring someone through, um, um, you know, in, in, if I get someone down into a hypnotic state and then I start putting in suggestions to have them kind of go back and while and relive this stuff, not a good idea. Um, they're already reliving it. And then in, in, in hypnosis, it's, it's just going to be like reliving it on crack. So you don't okay. want that. You can really do damage when you do that. So you want to be careful with what your suggestions are actually doing, where you're bringing someone. Um, there's you usually, you know, you would usually either come about it a, in a different, uh, a different way, not head on. Um, you also want to be careful if you you know, one of the other things to watch out for, especially, you know, if someone isn't uh, as experienced is you don't, you know, you want, you first want to bring th- someone through what they can expect. Uh, you want to make sure that they're, um, sitting or lying down and they're not, you know, going to fall over and hurt their, hurt themselves. That's probably the most dangerous part about hypnosis is the possibility depending, you know, if you, do you have an armchair or is it armless on the sides? And, you know, if it's armless, you may want to have them kind of lean back a little bit and put their hands in their laps so that they won't, you know, and just their head back so that they won't fall to the side. You want to, you want to be sure of these things. Cause you know, some people go under and they're, and they're under, I mean, they will fall over unless you're, unless you're careful, you should be there to make sure. Um, so, but, uh, as far as, you know, dangers, like, like, you know, can you get stuck in hypnosis? Like what is that movie <laughs> office space where the guy gets hypnotized and then, uh, his hypnotherapist croaks of a heart attack and falls over. Yeah. And he's stuck in hypnosis. <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Okay. It's not that's like that's good that. I was
0: going to ask that one, actually. <laughs> not, not specifically for that film. but um... Yeah.
1: But that was a hilarious film. So, anyway.
0: Okay. <laughs> it would have been right. It would have... Um... You would have found it extremely funny because it's your field, I guess. You have a bit of
1: <laughs> That's good stuff.
0: Have you ever hypnotized animals?
1: Um, probably, but not knowing it. I mean, you know, I mean, if you're petting your dog, you may be most likely have gotten them into a hip- hypnotic state at some point. Um, but you know, it's 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 what level? I mean, there's so many different levels of hypnosis, you know, so. Um, A lot of what I do is uh, I I do sleep hypnosis recording. So a lot of what I do is, you know, as you're going to bed, you listen, you listen to hypnosis and suggestions are while you're going into sleep. So you're kind of in that alpha to theta uh, before you really get down into Delta. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know, you know, about that stuff. So, (laughs) but, um, but, uh, you know, just, just kind of gently getting you in there and then sending you off at the end into a nice revitalizing sleep where you'll woke, wake up feeling you know awesome and ready and and just vibrant and, and happy so
0: right okay um for people that come to you that are hypnotized on a bench what does it feel to them does it just feel like they're
1: falling asleep as you as you take them under no, uh, not, it's, it's not really, I mean, I mean, they use a they use sleep a lot when they're talking about hypnosis. Uh, when somebody talks about hypnosis, you know, you, you say, you know, sleep or you're going into a deep sleep. We say that it's not really sleep. It's not um, it's, it's very specific and not sleep. You are very awake and at the same time, you're not awake. It's you're consciously unconscious. Okay. It's uh you don't feel hypnosis, but you're you're less capable of mentally blocking yourself from you know and, and just going along with it. So it's I mean most of most of hypnosis is just I mean like a hypnotist has no special powers over you whatsoever. They have nothing, they're just a guide. To help you get into a state, but it's your responsibility to get into the state. We can't make anyone get into the state.
0: Right. I, was, I was going to ask you: Can you can you induce a, a hypnosis state in a person that does not want to be in that
1: state? No. If you don't want to be in the state, you're not going to be in the state. Okay. okay. Um, there. You know. There are. There are people who and and if you're under hypnosis. Um, Nobody can make you do anything that's against what you believe fundamentally um, as being right. So it's not, somebody can't get you into hypnosis and say, you know, go to, you know, go to China and and take out John, you know, that, that just can't happen. (laughs) Uh, You know, they'll probably just like, they'll probably kind of get out of it and go, what, you know, (laughs) it's it. I, I mean, they're quite often when you're in that state, um, and you get out. There may be portions that are kind of foggy. You don't really remember it very well. Right. Uh, but it's not like a, spe- a specific feeling that I'm in hypnosis now. You know. I wish uh, you had enough if, an if example. <laughs> well, because if, if you're thinking, you know, oh, this is what hypnosis is, then you're not hip- hypnotized. Oh. Because okay. that's because that's the analytical mind getting in the way. And that's the biggest, that's the biggest issue. And there's, there are ways to get past that being analytical where you can get even the most analytical people into a hypnotic state by having them do something else. Not, not the big relax, you know, that everybody knows hypnosis now relax and breathe and, you know, and everything and just, uh, you know, float into it, you know, deep sleep and everything like that. Um, Quite often it's like, okay, I want you to take your hands And I want you to do this as fast as you can and what you're trying to do. And then you tell them, you know, now flip it the other way. Okay. Now the other way. And now, you know, do that and Bob, your head back, anything you can do to overstimulate them to where they just shut off. Really, wow. Um, And like, like Tony Robbins, when if you go to a Tony Robbins thing and I haven't been to one, I'd love to go to one at some point, but, That's just way too extroverted for me and way too many people. (laughs) But, uh, he hypnotizes people in every one of those, all those people in the crowds that are screaming and all just in this big euphoric, you know, it's a crowd hypnosis of like, uh, on, on a higher level, not a theta, not an alpha it's on. What level is that? But, um, but it, I mean, it's, it's, he gets them into a higher state hypnosis. It's, uh, it's, and it's, it's powerful stuff, just like, you know, being in a relaxed state of hypnosis. Is powerful it, sounds,
0: it sounds scary. Like when you, we, we're coming into elections in America and if politicians also have this skill and some of them do have innate ability to rouse up a crowd. Is that a form of hypnosis?
1: Yes. Oh, definitely. Oh, they know their stuff. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They're, you know, I'm sure they've got coaches that teach them how to do that. Yeah, that's. You know, I mean, I mean, and like, like any technology, you know, NLP and hypnosis is a technology. It can be used for good. It can be used for evil, depending on what you want. You can convince people of of what of of what you want, but it's not but most people aren't like that, you know? And that's what I really wanna get uh, uh, to a lot of people. It's like, this stuff isn't, you know, you don't have to worry about this stuff. People aren't out to get you. Um, most people in the world, you know, just wanna help or 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 they're like, meh, you know, <laughs> one of the two, but there's very, you know, then there's then there's the other people who really like to do people harm and you gotta watch out for them. But if you're a really good person, I think that's where you have a hard time seeing, you know, telling the difference between that person who really likes to do harm and the regular person because you just can't fathom being that way. So you can't really see it very well.
0: The problem though, of course, actually, is people that cause harm tend to go up the ladder faster. And, and they... they seem
1: to want that power.
0: Yes. Precisely, yes. and they will stop at nothing. And once they have it, then they they they, through extension of the power, have influence over more people.
1: Yep, and they do it by trickery. And it's when that, they do it, they're going to do it by trickery. They're not going to be doing it, do it by force because if you do it by force, then people tend to go, you know, tend to rise up after you after a while. If you do it by trickery, you keep having the people think that that you know that all is peachy and or or you know, hey, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm for you as I'm doing all this stuff that goes exactly against what I just told you I'm going to do. But you believe me, so you're not going to look back at me. Yeah. But yeah. I've just set up all the cards against you. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So it's kind of like a mind control, even when someone's
0: out of the hypnosis state, the influence is still there. Um, things that were
1: ideas, subliminal messages, perhaps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people are giving themselves subliminal messages all throughout their day, Mm -hmm. uh, just by the way that they're thinking, the voices that they're telling themselves, you know, the the things that they're, a lot of people have issues with, you know, um, uh, negative self-talk, as a lot of people know, you know, where they're actually hearing the voice, you know, it's not like they're crazy, you know, a decent amount of people. uh, There's many people that are way more visual. They'll see different things. There's a lot of people that hear things. They hear, you know, you're not, you're worthless. You're whatever. When, if you're out there and you have a voice like this that keeps telling you, you know, what you're not, or you can't make it, or, you know, don't even try, that kind of a thing. Try this. If you hear it, you know, whatever, try to try to really listen and just see what kind of voice it is. Is it, is it a voice that you recognize of somebody that you know? Is it, uh, is it clear? Is it on this side or is it on this side? Change the voice. If it's really close to you, try moving it away. Try giving it a different voice. Like make it sound like Mickey Mouse or something. I'm serious. Make it sound different. And you can't take it seriously, you know, you're worthless. You know, that just doesn't, work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. And you know, if you, if you do that enough, your subconscious kind of gets the joke and your subconscious rewrites how it hears that voice and your subconscious, if you rewrite how you see things, it, it, it's trying to always do what's in your best interest. So if you think that the programs you're running, because we're all just, all our decisions, everything is just a program that we happen to keep running. And we're really good at that program. And that's how our, our subconscious knows to help us out of a sticky situation or what have you. Uh, if you get, if you see this this tendency of going in a bad direction or making a bad decision, yes. if you can look at that bad decision uh, or that tendency and say, well, how, how is this my subconscious trying to help me in some way how is it trying to benefit me by doing this thing and if you can find the pattern where it's like hey we're just trying you know just trying to make it so that you know you aren't hurt by this other thing then if you can if you can mentally accept that as i understand that this is a way that is trying to help me and benefit me in this way but i'm going to choose not to do that anymore because there's a better way. and if you just kind of keep keep massaging that your subconscious is working in your on your behalf making all the decisions for you. if you think you're making the decisions you're not. it's your subconscious that's making the decisions. so you have to be you can't force your subconscious into making different decisions. you have to work with it like it's, mm-hmm. it's like it's a friend and you're just you know talking it out. And that's—I mean—that makes a huge difference, you know. If somebody can just uh, just try, just grab that one little nugget and and try to try to use that to their benefit.
0: I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to ask the second question. I'm going to ask Anthony is um, to t- tell us of some cases, please, that were that will be interesting to talk about without obviously giving names, but to give me time to stew that over in the back of your mind. I was going to also ask you, and I will ask you um do you, what sort of props do you use in your hypnotsis do you have okay,
1: <laughs> like like they have in the movies uh, is that no, no no uh i don't i don't use props or anything um most most all of my hypnosis is is recorded hypnosis i don't do a lot of one on one hypnosis okay. I do more n l p work with with someone yes um and that's a very interesting topic um hypnosis is' just more straightforward i just I, I just do it on on my youtube channel brain spanking you um it's all free you know if you need any anything just you can go ahead and and you know we've got I've got tons of topics there to help um in whatever you need but um but there is there is a you know there was a couple of times and there's one. Um, I get a lot of interesting comments back from, from mine as well, and people who have, who have there, I, I do have I, I do have ones on like, you know, breaking, breaking yourself, you know, mental, uh, your mental blocks about getting pregnant, and just the other day, I got a comment on there, it worked! I was like, yes! <laughs> You know that I, I just put that one out a few weeks ago and I was just like, well, you know, you know, I, I, I hope someone comes back with some stuff on here because it's not, you know, it's not, it wasn't one that, you know, a lot of people would go out and find especially as, cause it's kind of new and you know, I'm not huge out there. So there's not many people that are going to, that are going to come across it, but Hey, you know, if, if it works for one person's, you know, it's going to work from others and they're not going to, they're just not going to comment. But, um, I've got uh some out there for helping people with uh, uh in the LGBTQ community um uh, with self acceptance cuz you know quite often it's it's an issue where the, you know somebody wants they I want to be accepted you know and it's such a big painful thing What's it's like well, what is um uh lesbian bi gay queer oh. plus Okay. Um, But uh, uh, you know, I mean, if if somebody is going through an issue, Mm -hmm. and they don't, you know, uh, and they're like, they're 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 probably severely depressed. They don't know how how to get forward. They don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And they just they they always they need acceptance acceptance, especially Mm -hmm. in this social media world. You know, I need to be accepted. I need Mm -hmm. acceptance. But really it's self acceptance that they need, so this is trying to like you know switch that around a little bit and say, you know it's really it's really about you accepting yourself it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks you know if you accept yourself and you're comfortable with yourself and you love yourself that's enough um, and I got some really good you know comments back on that where people are just like i've been I've been you know, in the closet and hating myself mm-hmm. or, you know, for years and mm-hmm. I've just come out and I thank you, you know, f- so much for helping me. I don't feel like like my future is dark, you know? It's like, Wow, well, that's mm-hmm. enough. I did it all for something. Yes, yes, yes. That must have said children despite <laughs> when you read that one. Like- uh, it's that's the best. That's just the best thing ever, you know, so
0: so you've done some good things then it's um it's amazing to
1: hear the and, you know, stop people stopping smoking because that's that's the one that you know that uh, tends to get you know the most people want to quit smoking and that's something that everybody like everybody who's a smoker that's their biggest struggle that's how i got that that's that's the thing that really got me to go all in on hypnosis because i'm like you know what I watch. I listened to a Tony Robbins thing. I was smoking. This was, you know, years back yes. smoking. Yes. Knowing that I needed, I, I needed to quit. I have tried to quit millions of times, not millions, but you know what I mean? Trying to quit <laughs> every time. It's like, you know, it's like the dread of just the thought of trying to get to that space. And then, and then all the worry of, of the, the withdrawals and the feelings of not smoking and feeling like your best friend, you just left your best friend. And you got this, you know, this big empty space and all that. And I watched, I was listening, I was listening actually to a a Tony Robbins thing on, on making a commitment and then following through with massive action. (laughs) And I was like, I wasn't even at the time just thinking, you know, oh, I'm trying to listen to this to quit smoking. Yes. That wasn't even on my mind at the time. I'm just like, I wonder if that would work with smoking. Yes. And so I just, after listening to it, I was just so stoked. I just decided, you know what? This is going to be about smoking today. <laughs> I said, that's it. I commit. I'm never going to do it again. There is no way around it. There is no, I'm going to try it. Because that's the big thing that maybe I'm going to try to quit smoking. No, if you try, you fail. You're trying just means I'm planning on failing. Yes. So it's like, no, I'm going to commit. It's going to happen. And then as soon as you make that commitment, you have to take massive action right then. And so I went, okay, I'm going to take the best massive action I can think of. And I went and looked up, you know, free hypnosis for quitting smoking <laughs> you know and and listen to it and it was like you know that was that and that was it and then I couldn't believe it um I had I had no feeling of loss no dread no withdrawals and mm-hmm. I still have it wow. nothing and I was like wow that's that's amazing and I did it for nail biting I've been biting my nails since I can remember. I don't even remember when I didn't used to bite my nails. And I stopped biting my nails. Good (laughs) question. And it was just like, okay, I found something that's really works and it really gets to the heart of the issues. Mm -hmm. I said, and everybody, I mean, all the issues that people have that they're afraid of are just like smoking. It's the same thing. You're, You're trying to stay away from the pain but it's because you're seeing something as pain. It's like change is pain and pain is change. So if you take away the pain of that change and transform it into something that you're looking forward into what you want, Mm. as you're moving away from what you don't want, Mm. then it's flipped and you don't have to worry about it anymore.
0: If someone didn't, have the thought of smoking. They just happen to be a smoker and they came to see you just putting it out there, Anthony. And then you sure. put them in a, a hypnotized state. Can you make them, uh, can you stop their desire to have cigarettes? Oh, uh, and they're not,
1: they're not coming to me for that.
0: Yes, right? right. But,
1: but I slipped that in Is you that slip what you mean? As, as a
0: freebie. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Depending on how I put it, it may kind of change some of their thought processes on it, but they're still, if they want to do it and they haven't made the commitment, it isn't going to happen.
0: Okay. Okay. You
1: know, you can't change somebody's mind with hypnosis. If somebody came to me because, you know, well, I've got this issue, you know, I'm I'm a smoker, let's say, because that's just easy. Yeah. I'm a smoker and you know, my wife got this, this, uh, uh, got this card that said, you know, you're a hypnotist and she's, she's making me come to you to, to stop smoking. I can't make them quit smoking. They don't want to. Right. That's it. You know, you can't make somebody do something that they don't want to, or they're not ready for. Right. You know, they have to prep themselves for that.
0: Your experience with the, um, with the, um, stopping smoking and you're now biting there was instantaneous for both instances wasn't it it yes now sorry
1: it is instantaneous kind of i mean it's not like you know all of a sudden at a certain point in the hypnosis you know boom the flip the the switch is flipped okay um that's the process that tries to reprogram your brain now it can stick for a while but like with hypnosis there's there's something with repetition and creating new neurons. Okay. So, you know, the whole neuroplasticity comes into play when you're talking about hypnosis. And this is why when it comes to, I mean, there's, there's plenty of people out there who say, I can have you quit smoking in one session. And if you start smoking again, you know, come back to me and it'll be free. We'll do it again. You know, we'll do it again.
0: Okay. okay.
1: And that's great but I'd much rather have somebody quit and not have to come back. And for that, you, I mean, everything is repetition. You know, every habit you have is a repetition. You've been doing it your entire life. It's not like, you know, it's like if I've been eating bad my entire life, I don't just, you know, all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden I pick up a piece of lettuce and eat it and I'm healthy now. You know, um, the one thing that, I mean, is not quite to that extent when it comes to hypnosis. Yes. Now, Yes. I mean, you can make a huge change in someone right after the session, you know, and they might not even realize it until later they find out (laughs) I'm not even, I don't even want it. You know, I don't even want one. I'm not even what, what one guy actually uh, commented back to me. He said a few months ago I went on and I, and I went through your hypnosis to quit smoking. And he said, I didn't feel any different in the morning. I reached over and realized I really don't want that. <laughs> he said, it just sounded gross to him. He didn't want anything to do with it. And he said, it's been like months now. I haven't touched one. You must have. Said, that that's wonderful. Now listen to it again, because I don't want it to just be like, you know, because sometimes, you know, if we have certain patterns built up, those patterns are really deeply grooved and you really have to, uh, set up a new, uh, uh, you have to set up a new pattern, so that will start a good pattern. But you want to really dig that rut in. So it's like, okay, you listened to this once, and 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 now you're a non-smoker. You are a non-smoker. Now listen to it again for the next 20, 21 days. Listen to it every night for the next twenty-one days, because that's going to build the new neural, you know, uh, uh, the new neural network, the new, you know. Neurons that are going to connect to each other for that pattern. Yes. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. Is they're like, "Well, I feel great. See ya." And you know, and then and then later on, they you know, a couple months down the road, they they maybe go to the bar with a buddy or something, and then they're at the bar, and here's this other pattern that you didn't have in your hypnosis session. You know, I didn't say when you're in the bar, you don't. You know, you're not like. That's so like, you know, you gotta, you've gotta be. I am not a smoker.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And then you've gotta, you know, you've gotta have the thing you're going towards. You know, so you make the picture of what they want, how they want to be, and you make a picture of what they really don't want to be anymore. So that moves them forward. Set up the repetition and make that new pattern uh, and they'll never have to go back to that ever
0: again amazing you said earlier on about having a healthy lifestyle eating healthy getting your sleep can you use hypnosis for insomnia because um it might be a little bit difficult yeah. right because you, you go, you've got to be in a restful state for hypnosis for most people i guess but to get into a rest often state, yeah
1: um actually there's st- there's there's some theories now that there's a specific switch that turns something on rather than off. And that's what we get into, how we get into hypnosis and there's a specific time. The same way is like when you get to, when you go to sleep, Yes, when something is actually turned on that pushes down your waking state. Okay. Instead of like shutting things off to go to sleep. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, quite often, uh, quite often, you, yes, I mean, it's it's a lot easier to get most people into a hypnotic state by relaxation, okay. by relaxation. No. Um, I got. I think I got off topic a little That's bit. That's
0: all right. I'll, I'll, I'll throw you back on again and give you a, a sure. decent recording after the summer. Um, um, insomnia, can you treat insomnia through hypnosis? Um,
1: yes, you can. Okay. As long as it's something that has to do with, uh, with the way that you're thinking and like repeating, you know, if you can, if if what's keeping you awake is kind of a, a uh, you know, you can't shut off your brain. You've got you know, um, uh, just a a busy head either from anxiety or something. You yeah. can you can calm that out. Um, you can calm that out, and you can let people and get and get somebody onto a pattern of. Of getting into a into a deep sleep, and to letting go of all those other things. I would also suggest, though, if people are having that, you know, to to like maybe practice some gratitude before they go to sleep, <laughs> and when they wake up. Um, but that that helps you release a lot. Um, but also, don't try to push away the things that you're pushing away. There's so much when it comes to you know, anxiety and, and fear. It's, it's, it's mainly future-based, you know, depression is something happened and anxiety is, I'm unsure of the future or what's going to happen. I've got unresolved things that can, that are shadows that might be lurking around the corner because I didn't do stuff or because I'm not doing something. Mm. Um, So if you're not, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of that, that gets taken care of as well. And most of the time, um, if I if I do something like let's say let's say insomnia, if I'm making a recording specifically on on insomnia, uh, I may not directly come out and talk about in in the in the uh, uh, in the subject portion. Mm. Um, I may not directly come out and talk about getting to sleep. Sometimes I might talk about the things that uh doing it in metaphor metaphors are so i mean if anything loves metaphors it's our subconscious mind our subconscious mind loves metaphors and it'll (laughs) fill in the blanks depending on what they're there for so if i can make it very vague but still kind of we weave, weave that little bit of story in that makes it seem like, Oh, they must be talking about this that I'm having an issue with or this. Right. And then your subconscious moves that into something that works for you. And it just works. Yeah. You don't have to be direct on everything. Actually, it's quite often more, more effective if you're not so direct. There's, there's one that I do about bringing, uh, bringing out your inner genius. Yes. Um, that I put out maybe, I don't know, a few weeks back. Yes. Um, where I use a river as a metaphor. Yes. Um, and things that are in, you know, th- it's, you are a river. And, you know, think of, you, you know, you, so make a picture of your, of, of what your river is like, mm-hmm. you know, and does it flow fast? And does, and I have, then they fill in all the blanks, you know, all the questions. Does it flow fast? What are the things like rocks and, and other things that are that are you know blocking your river from flowing smoothly and fast and everything? And then you have them become the river, and then you have them remove those blocks out of the river. And they have already figured out the river means <laughs> my you know my my the, these, this is all the blocks for my brain to work as best as it can and to flow properly. Mm. It's all about flow, mm. so they remove that and they flow better. <laughs> um,
0: now, uh, what of course we're discussing are uh, talking about is your uh, internet channel. It's um, www.brainspanking. This is S P A N K I N G, and then the letter U. dot com, yeah. and I do recommend all our viewers to visit the site, as Anthony says, the videos are free to download and to use. We've had many um, examples given by yourself, Anthony, on on the use of the, um, on these recordings, and how they've helped people overcome habits, overcome um, issues with their health. It's actually absolutely riveting. Is it, we're about to close it. You can probably sense that.
1: I'd like to say one thing about that, My. I'm, I'm in the process of completely rebuilding that, the website. Um, if you want to get access to everything right now that I do, uh, just go to YouTube and go to just look up brain spanking you. It's a kind of a word play off of brand spanking new. Um, (laughs) but, uh, it's a brand spanking new you. Um, but, uh, uh, but, just go, just go to the YouTube, uh, the YouTube channel instead, just brain spanking you okay. W Anthony Reed, but you don't have to put that, just put brain spanking you insert in the search. It should bring you right there. Um, and uh, yeah.
0: There's hundreds of videos there, which are uh, recordings, which uh, you listen to and you re- relax and uh, let the magic flow like the river. without <laughs> Right.
1: And most of them are. Uh, ones that you listen to when you when you're about to drift off into sleep some of them are up to eight hours long yes. uh, but uh there's a ton of them that are just you know during the day if you just need to you just want to do something right then i've got a lot of that too it's like any anywhere from 11 minutes to a half hour
0: you're doing a great service for people now. i thank you for that
1: thank you and thank you for having me on here it's been just a, a pleasure and an amazing time
0: I normally ask um the experts to finish often in, in one sentence or one you know, or less <laughs> something positive. But the whole the whole discussion is being positive, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good to hear. <laughs> but yeah, if I can if I can just leave leave your uh, uh your audience with one thing that I really want to drive home. Yes. Stop trying. That's it. Stop saying I'm going to try something. If you want to do something and you want to do something to improve your life or to just, you know, to, uh, to change in a way that's, that's beneficial to you, whether it's smoking or, you know, uh, talking bad about people, whatever it is, I don't care what it is, but commit. Just make a commit. It Actually, it changes something. It flips that switch to make it from, yeah, 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 it's something that I should do to this is happening, and that's and there's no there's no way around it. I'm not going to leave any else. It's just this and that's it.
0: Somehow I knew I wouldn't be able to stop you throwing in another positive <laughs> <laughs> because it's sort of piercing you out. I
1: won't apologize for that one. <laughs> no, I don't
0: apologize. Don't apologize. It's all very very good. And well, thank you, you, thank you so much for your time. It's been amazing this talk. You thank you, a- John. <laughs> and our audience on Facebook and on our online Zoom. Thank you all. Goodbye. Thank you all. Bye-bye.